Hello and welcome into the first week of the fourth season of the Banged Up Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Andrews with the IDP Show, and I am so happy to be back for the 2023 NFL season. Here on the Banged Up Podcast, I read through the injury reports during the week and monitor the top names in fantasy on both sides of the ball. This is to try and give you my best guess on what players from the injury report will be available come game day, as well as what kind of performance you can expect given their injury and activity. Why should you listen to me? That's a fair question. I'm glad you asked. Other than the IDP show keeping me around for the last four years, I have an extensive background in orthopedics and sports medicine research with multiple publications in top orthopedic medical journals. Second, I work for a fantastic company that is absolutely changing the game when it comes to ACL surgeries. If you haven't heard of it yet, buckle up. It's called the Bear Implant, aka the Bridge Enhanced ACL Restoration. This allows your body to regrow ACL tissue without having to go through the harvesting of your own tissue, which is also known as an autograft, or without relying on donor tissue through a cadaver, which is known as an allograft. This is all done while showing results that are just as good as, if not better than, in some cases, the standard ACL surgery available right now. And fun fact, the NFLPA is actually one of our main sponsors. So what I do is I teach surgeons how to perform this surgery and I'm in the operating room with them during their cases to ensure a successful procedure. I've had the chance to work with multiple team doctors from the NFL, the MLB, the NBA, and college football. I also run all of our research cases going on at multiple facilities all over the country. If that's not enough, I'm an absolute psychopath when it comes to fantasy football and data. So this not only helps me in my leagues by doing this analysis, but also should help you out in your leagues as well. So we're going to be doing things a little bit differently around here for the fourth season of the Banged Up podcast. I'm going to be dropping some YouTube videos in shorts throughout the week. So catch me over there while also being available to anyone who subscribes to the IDP show, whether paid or free. These episodes will be emailed emailed to you directly whenever they drop and the podcast will also be dropping everywhere that you listen to your podcasts on a regular basis like Spotify or Apple or wherever you go for those. I'm also going to try to release this podcast by Friday evening but don't be surprised to see a Saturday drop every once in a while. Now that that's out of the way let's jump into the good stuff the reason that you're here. First I'm going to preface this by saying I'm currently recording on Thursday night during the Chiefs and the Lions game. I've got a work trip lined up for the weekend and wanted to get week one out to you when I could. That being said, this episode is based around the information that is currently available to me at the time of this recording. Please keep in mind that things can and will change before the Sunday and Monday night game. So without further ado, let's get into the IR. First name on the list, Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray coming off that ACL tear, did not get activated from the pup list in time and will miss the first four weeks of the season. On the defensive side of the ball, Von Miller, edge rusher for the Bills, was not activated in time and will miss the first four weeks of the season. Offensive players ruled out for this week already, Rams star wide receiver Cooper Cup. He's ruled out due to a hamstring injury, so he will miss week one. The bad news is that McVay would not rule out the chance of Cup being placed on IR, so this could be up to a five-week injury. The only big-name player ruled out on defense so far is Seahawks safety Jamal Adams. He's still dealing with that quad tear that he suffered last year, so he will not play in the Seahawks opener against the Rams. The only doubtful coming from Cincinnati edge rusher Joseph Osai dealing with an ankle injury. On August 30th, it was told by the team doc that it could be up to four weeks before he's able to return. Even then, that's like the start of October, so I'm going to fade him until he's proven that he's effective. Jumping over to the questionable, we'll start on offense with the literal flex player for the Atlanta Falcons, Cordero Patterson. He's logged in back-to-back limited sessions. That's a good thing for the seasoned vet who's dealing with a thigh injury. He is in line to play this weekend for those who need him in deeper leagues. 
Cardinals wide receiver Marquise Brown dealing with a hamstring injury has logged in back-to-back -back limited sessions, which is a good start for Hollywood. My only concern here is that another limited session on Friday is going to have me worried that his in-game reps or target share is going to decrease as I look to other options like Rondale Moore or Dorch more often. If he is limited, I would consider looking elsewhere for a higher upside play as he'll likely see a reduced role to start the season. Also, my confidence goes down considerably without Kyler Murray available. The trio of Carolina Panthers wide receivers, Terrace Marshall, DJ Chark, and Adam Thielen all questionable this week. Marshall's been limited so far with a back injury. However, there's nothing to suggest he's in danger of missing the game. The bad news is we did see that both DJ Chark and Adam Thielen didn't practice at all on Thursday. My guess is that the Panthers are going to be without both Thielen and Chark, meaning that Terrace Marshall should see an uptick in targets and workload. This should make him a decent shot in deeper leagues. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy dealing with the hamstring injury that he suffered in the preseason. He was limited both on Wednesday and Thursday, but the belief around the Broncos camp is that he will be available for week one. With reps still being limited and the Broncos not being fully confident to make him full go, I'm going to fade Jerry Judy this week and for maybe the next few weeks until he proves the hamstring isn't a problem. A couple of Green Bay Packers wide receivers, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, both dealing with hamstring injuries. The good news is that Dobbs is limited today and has a good shot at being available for Jordan Love in week one. The bad news is that Christian Watson was out for the second day in a row. It's not looking very likely that Watson plays, so Dobbs could be in line for the number one wide receiver role in Green Bay should he continue to see reps in practice on Friday. Texans wide receiver John Mechie, the third, dealing with a hamstring injury and hasn't practiced all week, so I'm going to fade him. Dolphins wide receiver Jalen Waddle dealing with an oblique injury, had a full practice on Thursday, so it's time to fire up the penguin giants wide receiver wandale robinson coming off the acl procedure in mid-december the current average timeline for the return to sport for an acl injury is nine months putting wandale robinson right at that nine month mark i'd like to see a full designation in practice or some in-game reps before i'm comfortable starting him in those deeper leagues rookie wide receiver for the seahawks jackson smith and jigba coming off the wrist surgery head coach Pete carroll said on wednesday that smith and jigba is slated to play sunday against the rams he did log in a full practice session both on wednesday and thursday terry mclaurin wide receiver for the washington commanders dealing with the toe injury that he suffered in the preseason he was a full participant in thursday's practice after being limited on Wednesday, so he should be business as usual. Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. coming off an ankle injury that actually just happened six hours ago, so there's no real information on what happened or what kind of ankle injury he has. The best thing that I can tell you to do is monitor the reports on Friday to get a better feel for the situation. If he's limited, I'd say there's a high chance he's available, but pay attention to what the actual reports say about his participation level. This should help you get a feel for whether he's available and startable. Cardinals tight end Zach Ertz coming off the ACL and MCL tear approximately 10 months ago. Happened during week 10 last year. I'm not confident that if he plays, he'll make a difference this week. So I'll be fading Ertz until he proves he's serviceable. Ravens tight end Mark Andrews dealing with a quadricep injury. Unfortunately, there's very little information about what kind of quad injury Mark Andrews is dealing with. He's been limited so far this week, so taking reps is a good sign for him. My gut says they're being cautious, especially since other playmakers like Rashad Bateman and OBJ are dealing with injuries. I'm going to bet he plays, and if he plays, there's no way I'm benching him. And lastly on offense, questionable George Kittle tight end for the 49ers. Dealing with a groin injury after being labeled as undisclosed on Wednesday. He suffered this groin or adductor strain 
back in August 10th during the preseason. He's been limited all week, and right now there's nothing to suggest that he's in danger of missing week one. So if he starts, I would send him. Looking at questionables on the defensive side of the ball, Demarcus Walker, edge rusher for the Chicago Bears. Dealing with a calf issue, he's been limited so far, but nothing to suggest he'll miss week one. He should be serviceable as Ngakwe is there to take some of the aggro off of him. Cowboys edge rusher Sam Williams, limited in practice due to being arrested on charges of possession of a controlled substance and unlawful carrying of a weapon, aka is a toe injury. He missed Wednesday and was limited on Thursday. If he's limited again on Friday, I'll probably fade him as there's likely healthier options with the same upside for you to pick up. Titans edge rusher Harold Landry dealing with the abdomen injury. He's coming off a torn ACL, but he's been limited this week with that abdomen. My recommendation is to give Harold Landry a week or two to see what kind of player he is after coming back from that ACL tear. Commander's edge rusher, Chase Young, now dealing with a neck issue. My man just cannot get away from injury. He missed all of last season after absolutely obliterating his knee the season prior. I'm taking the same stance on him as I did when it was teased he could come back at the end of last year, and that is do not start him until he shows you he is worth it. Texans linebacker Christian Harris. He is questionable with a shoulder issue. He was a limited participant at practice on Wednesday, but right now there's nothing to suggest that he is in danger of missing. Colts linebacker Shaq Leonard, the once crown jewel of IDP, is still in concussion protocol. I'm going to fade him until they figure out what is wrong with my boy. Seahawks linebacker Jordan Brooks dealing with a knee issue. Pete Carroll said Saturday that he'd be shocked if Brooks doesn't play in the season opener, so do with that information what you will. Bills safety Micah Hyde dealing with a back issue. The Bills are likely playing it safe. I expect Hyde to be limited all week, but available for Monday's opener versus the Jets. However, I'm not going to be mad if you choose a safer option to ensure that he, somebody does play for you, but I do expect him to be ready. Couple of Chicago Bears safeties, Eddie Jackson and Jaquan Brisker. Jackson dealing with an ankle injury, Brisker dealing with a groin injury, both practice in full and should be available for Sunday. And lastly, to finish off the questionables, Donovan Wilson, Dallas Cowboys safety, dealing with a calf issue, didn't practice on Wednesday, and there's no new information for Thursday. So if you have him, I would find a replacement. And to end things here for our good to go segment, we'll highlight Brees Hall, Jets running back, coming off of the torn ACL last year after absolutely going berserk to start the season. Coach Salas said he expects Brees Hall to suit up for the Monday night football opener. Like I said, he's coming off an ACL tear back in October of last year, so I'm excited to see the young stud as a full participant in practice. This tells me the team and the training staff have confidence. Being that he's 11 months out from injury, I've got no concerns at this point that would make me shy away from starting him. And that is a wrap for week one. If you haven't already, please go and subscribe to the IDP show on Substack, where you'll not only get emailed this podcast weekly, but other fantastic shows and insights to give you the edge in your fantasy leagues. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well and follow the boys on social media at The IDP Show. Lastly, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Leazy Does It. You can hit me up with questions, concerns, or slightly funny tweets if that's what you're into. Thank you all so much for listening in and I'll catch you on week 